This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Welcome to Monday, everybody. I hope everybody's having a good start to your week. The weather outside is nice, and uh, we've got a great show for you today. I hope you'll stay for the entire hour. This time... <laughs> This show, we're going to feature stuff that I know precious little about. And I can't say that about a lot of stuff, but in this particular case, fashion and flowers and the um, event that's going on at Pacific Place uh, right now with uh, Flores de Villes. And uh, we've got a, a couple of folks that are going to be with us today to talk about that and other things. But first of all, Eric, how are you today, sir? Hey, happy Monday, Kevin. I'm doing well. Do you know I'm glad. Do you know anything about flowers and floral arranging and all that kind of stuff? Just that they're pretty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish I said you check that. in cool. check in with me for the real insight, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, you've been around a while and you know everything, and and so I just kind of bounce stuff off of you that I don't have a clue about. But we brought people with us who do have a clue about it, and we're going to be talking to them. Uh, but first of all, everything going well in uh, in KKNW land? Absolutely. Uh, awesome, awesome. And the weather this week, I think it's going to be nice all week, isn't it? <laughs> it's got to be summer. Finally, 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 I'm glad it's going to be summer. Already. We've had a fantastic spring, and we're off to a great start for summer. So, you know, I who can complain? And it's been you know, clear. Yeah, it has been. It, yeah. it, it, which we is haven't really got nice. that smoke that the East Coast has gotten. So fingers oh, crossed uh, that uh, it'll continue that way. It'll, yes, indeed. By the way, you're a good-looking man. Have you ever done a pageant? <laughs> well, thank you, first of all. Uh, no, I've never done a pageant. <laughs> I haven't either. I can't imagine what it would be like, but we have somebody who actually is an award winner as a as a pageant. Her name is uh, Amber Smith, and she is uh, waiting for us right now, and so we can bring her on board. And Amber, how are you today? Good. How are you, Kevin? Very well. Thank you very well. It's great to have you here. And we're going to be joined in a little while by uh, Tina, Tina Barkley. And she is, she works with uh, uh, the company that we're talking about that's doing the thing at, at uh, uh, Pacific Place. And you're going to and you're going to actually talk more uh, to her than I am because I have no earthly idea what I'm talking about. Sure. Is it called Fleur Devels? Beats me. Okay, <laughs> I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I think it is Flores de Vils is what it sounds like, but uh, okay. it depends on if you're speaking English or French or or using the, I, I never took French in school, so I have no idea. Yeah, it looks like it might be French. <laughs> but before we go there, I want to, first of all, say thank you very much. There's a couple of reasons why I wanted to have you on today. One is which you are the publisher of a magazine that we are supporting. And we're going to talk about that perhaps. And, but before we go there, uh, I wanted to ask you about, you are a, um, you actually grew up doing pageants and you actually won Miss Washington International. Uh, what is that exactly? 
So um, actually, it was my first pageant, just so you know. <laughs> um, but yes, I um, was international Ms. Washington. Um, and I went to compete um, for international Ms. USA in New York City. Um, and really, it's just about having a voice, um, find, you know, finding out like, well, serving a platform, really. Um, my platform, um, I really promote um, children's literature, um, something that I, I pr promote um, practical. I like to say it's more practical because the literature that I select, it, it's um, very nature-based, science-based, and um, you can never have enough of that, honestly. It's, it's very educate, educating. Um, and it's kind of fun sometimes to mix fantasy a little bit with the science if you can pull it off. And as an author, um, that's something that I hope to pull off. I don't know how I'm doing, but we're going to find out maybe in a couple months. <laughs> so. Well, you're not, not only are you a, a um, award winner, a pageant award winner, but you're also an author. You're also a puppeteer. You're also a voiceover artist. You do all kinds of things. And you're publishing this magazine that has it. Memory serves me at, at last count. There were like, what, 72 pages or 68 or something? Somewhere around there, below 75, I think. And I'm really actually excited about our back cover, like the rally car. Oh, yes. That, that is like what I'm really looking forward to. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got a lot of artists um, in our magazine. Gosh, we've got fashion. We've got two fashion articles um, and our magazine opens with fashion. Once you get past that, then you get into the reading. Um, you might read about some filmmakers and we've got, I'm going to say their names, give them a shout out. We've got Kit Wilson. Um, we've got two painters. We've got Rob Oglesby um, and we've got Aria, Aria Art. Or, I'm sorry, Aria Creative Arts. Um, we've got a poet, um, Catherine Grace. No, I'm sorry, Catherine Bond. Oh my. <laughs> it's Catherine Grace Bond, I believe, but I'm sorry if I got it wrong. But um, she's amazing. She's actually submitted a, I think it was a 10 page poem, but it's really like, it's amazing. Like, I love her poem. Um, we've got two musicians. In fact, we've got JJ Hudson, who's going to be, um, she's going to be artist of the year. And we'll read a little more about what that means in the magazine. And um, Kali as our musicians. And we've got comedy. We've got the left coast, left coast comedy. I believe that's from Jill Murphy from left yes. coast comedy. Yes. Yeah. And I think she's going to be interviewing. I, I talked to her uh, yesterday, and she's going to be coming on the show. And a matter of fact, um, there are, gosh, 20 or 30 writers, directors um, that are putting these shows together. And they're all shorts of five to ten minute movies. And mm -hmm. uh, she's sending them all to all the film festivals and all of that. And they're working to gain uh, acceptance. Now, they're out of Portland. Um, but they're Portland and Seattle kind of dual, and they're they're re really talented. So we're going to have a bunch of them on the show, and yes. we're going to talk about that. And I can I can only thank you for that. Oh yes, that it was a lot of fun working with these people. Um, they all met their deadlines. Um, real, it's 
really easy and flawless to just really great people. And um, I guess our last one I didn't mention um, is we have a we have someone from outside of our community called Guest from the West. Um, he's from the West Coast um, down there in California. Um, Peter, and I'm sorry, I forgot his last name. I'm so sorry, but, um, but we have Peter and he's gonna submit some artwork from LA, um, which is kind of fun. Um, so I think that can, is everybody. Um, what yeah. inspired you to do the magazine? Oh my, I just know so many great people like, um, and I just wanna, I just wanna gather all my friends and into one place, right? Um, let's all say hi to our neighbors and um, make the world a better place. You know, we all have something in common. We're all producing art and making a difference. So um, that, and also, I also want to talk about some of my stuff sometimes. So. Yes, ma'am. We'll get to that, but just a, in just a second. But the no, first I mean, thing, it's magazine. Ah. I'm, not, oh, I'm like, eventually, I want to write an article like about myself in the magazine, which I haven't. You, you done haven't yet. done that yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> so that was That's... also part of the inspiration too. Well, <laughs> uh, but you you've got such a great heart that you wanted to have everybody give everybody a chance and and yeah. you did what what we like to do or don't like to do around here is put yourself on the back burner. Um, so you deserve oh. to be out in front because you are you're an incredible human being. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, the release date, I think we're going to have to do July 3rd instead of July 1st, unless I can magically uh, fix some of the technical issues I'm having. Um, but we'll see. It's either going to be the first or the third. I hope, hoping for the first. But <laughs> and we've, already got, we've already got one magazine out. And yes. that is you can go to kmmedia.pro and look under the tab. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you asking me? Yes. <laughs> yes. Look under the tab Pacific Northwest Collaborative Magazine. <laughs> and you can take that and you can download it and you can and it it's, uh, comes as a PDF. You can also order the magazine if you are a business owner and you would like to put the magazine in like your lobby uh, and and have something that's unique and different. You can you can go there and or talk to Amber and she, and we can have them printed for you. There's a small charge for that, but other than that, you can download them on uh, um, on um, my uh, yeah, in on kmedia.pro, and uh, it's free. Yeah, our first one's on the website, and within the next week or so, we'll have our second one out there. So um, I'm pretty excited, and I, I think we have yet to interview some of um, the people from our first magazine. So I'm now, excited to tune in and hear about what's going on with them. <laughs> exactly. Well, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. But I want to go back a little bit because you said that I find this really hard to believe that that was your first pageant ever yeah it was um yeah i i've been busy i'm raising two kids um well i know but most i'm putting it in the context of the pageant um uh group 
they 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 start as kids they do lots and lots of pageants they learn how to walk they learn how to talk they learn how to, to do everything that you do in a pageant which quite frankly i haven't watched very many since <laughs> bert, bert parks bert parks did them 100 million years ago um but uh, um but how did you how did you do so well in your very first pageant do you have any idea um I think I really was just more applying some of my experience in modeling because I've kind of been in and out of the model industry here in Washington for the past over 10 years. Um, you know, kind of like more behind the scenes. I kind of got up in front of the camera in the beginning, um, but really kind of stayed behind the scenes. And um, what was great was I still had all those connections. Um, but yeah, um, I think it might, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot yeah. what your question was. <laughs> did they did they have all the things that they normally have at pageants, like the the gowns and the and then the talking about you know how I want to save the planet and things like that? Did they also have like now? I don't even know whether they do this or anymore or not. Yeah. Do they still have swimsuit competitions? Yeah, we had to do like the swimsuit thing. Um, this particular pageant, the reason I went for it. Um, because it was very fast paced and you're kind of, it was more like a quick runway walk. You kind of just walk the runway. And that was something I felt I could do. Although I, I do think I could maybe use a little more training, um, in that area. But, um, but yeah, that was, that was the reason I kind of went for this one. Cause other pageants, um, yeah, you might have to get up and maybe perform a little talent or it might just be a little different. And, um, I kind of like the the New York runway pageant uh, experience. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, you are, if you're watching this on StreamYard, if you're watching us on uh, uh, KKNW or my YouTube channel, you are a very beautiful young lady. And, oh, thank you. Uh, and so thank you. And thank you for being here. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, and everything, um, and the natural design who by the way is part of us and is um a great local florist in the in the area she says learning so much about positive talk radio tina barkley and fleurs de villes fleurs de villes and amber smith thanks for such a great show and you are most welcome my friend and uh and i hope that uh um i hope that you know, in fact she Amazingly enough, one of the things that uh, natural design does, if I can, I assume, yes, <laughs> yes, and actually, Eric has that picture to put up. Um, yeah, so Eric, can you put that picture up real quick? Here we go. Um, I think there it is. There it is. And what that is is you and um the and the, my puppet and your <laughs> puppet and the and the headpiece that uh um uh holly did from a natural design and she also did a mannequin which by the way do what do you know what time the uh, show ends today oh i wish i did i'm pretty sure it's definitely before 8 p.m i think um, because if, it, the teardown is at 8 p.m i don't know okay. if they're going up to that Point. let's let's just say that it's going to end at six ish 
Um, but you got three hours to go down to Pacific Place, and you can see all of the flowers, all the art that's there. And what they do is they combine a lot of art with a lot of flowers, and and make it just beautiful. And and um, and a natural design has a uh, a mannequin that is dressed up there there are a bunch of mannequins and stuff and dressed up in different styles and stuff so she it, she did that and and um it's really it really is remarkable how talented uh that particular yeah. individual i guess what i didn't share with you was that my platform although i'm doing the children's literature is also was kind of flower related like i have an instagram that's kind of aside from like my children's platform that has photos of me and flowers um so I think that might be where I caught Holly Berry's attention years ago. But um, but yeah, I kind of I'm like this floral model here. <laughs> yeah, and you did you did some work with her not too long ago and you threw some petals up in the air and all that kind of stuff, as I remember correctly. Yes, I do a lot of floral modeling and I guess I my Instagram is floral themed. Um, so <laughs> Which is cool, but you also do something that, that we, we're going to talk about in a little bit, which is you're a puppeteer. Yes, I am. I love little wooden puppets. They're, pre they're actually kind of small. I know when people think puppeteer, they're thinking like these big old things where you put your hand in and like you move them around. But for me, um, puppetry is really about the story and the props. Um, they don't necessarily have to be like a traditional puppet. Um, I can use just about anything and everything. And I love using nature. Um, I love, you know, anything that's natural and like wood and wool. Um, so yeah, here, I think we already talked about my, this is my sun puppet, but in a way it kind of also reminds me of a dandelion, which is my favorite flower. So, and I'm, have a lot of flower puppets so um but yeah <laughs> well, there are a lot of people that are in our audience that are that have a lawn and they say i don't like dandelions because they keep coming in my lawn and i can't get rid of them I know. I love them. They are my favorite flower. So, you know, like, if you want to get me any flowers, <laughs> you're going to have to wait for the right season and you're going to have to go handpick them. And I like them after they've already, like, seeded. I think they're really great. So, actually, me and Holly were talking about trying to preserve them and maybe make some sort of, like, dandelion bouquet. Um, but yeah, they're, they're a pretty cool flower for me. Um, I've gone, I've had a lot of grief in my life, a lot of grief and, um, and sometimes coping with that. Um, I find little things that um, kind of inspire me and dandelions to me are a um, flower that to me, um, I don't know to anybody else, but to me, they kind of represent grief um, because they, they're beautiful when they um, seed. Um, and then they kind of go away, but gosh, darn, they never leave. Right. They're always there. So <laughs> they come back. And, um, so then for me, somehow that tied into the whole grieving process, because whenever you lose something, you always want it to come back. And, um, I don't know, for some, whatever reason that really, it, it really stuck with me. And, um, I could never have another favorite flower. It will always be the weed in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> and it always comes back yes so, and it stays there it's always there with you <laughs> a million times more than it was before 
<laughs> exactly. So it's, but that's a, that's a really cool thing. By the way, have you ever had uh, uh, dandelion tea? I have. I drink dandelion tea all the time. Actually, it's one of my favorite teas. I'm I'm a big dandelion fan. Apparently, so. <laughs> but I didn't think that you'd want to you'd want to drink a dead dandelion. You'd want to well, be alive. It has good health benefits. Well, like it's, that's true. Even the leaves, like everything. The dandelion is quite an interesting flower, actually. It gets overlooked because, you know, it's not part of the rest of the flower family. It's kind of like a little wildflower or even like a weed. So, um, yeah, I um, I have a little quote that goes with dandelions. Um, and I don't really remember where it came from, so I'm sorry if I can't quote the source. But... Um, you know, this kind of goes along with the grieving um, flower, um, but, you know, we, we're here on earth um, and we don't live forever. And um, so, you know, but so what, what does is what we put out there, our, like with the magazine, our art, our, what we create. So I, for, I actually didn't quote the quote, but <laughs> I kind of went around it. But um, I think the quote is, Oh, darn, I wish I could remember it now. I'm, I can't remember my quote. But basically, it says about it, it talks about like, we don't live forever, but we do create something that does. And I feel like the dandelion really is a great example of that, right? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways. Well, and, and, well, and the pictures that, and the, the, the art that you're creating through pictures and with uh, with the flowers that you do. I mean, those are going to be up. You're going to be young and beautiful when you're 95 and a little <laughs> older like and still beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. My grandma was a beautiful lady. So I guess that means something. <laughs> well, you have great genes, apparently. <laughs> and by the way, um, we've got uh, uh, Tina Barkley has joined us. And she, now, first of all, um, I'm, uh, uh, Amber, you had something you wanted to read about about oh my goodness yes i do um hang on just a second let me pull that up here um let's see so fleur de vils is that how i say it close fleur de vil <laughs> fleur de vils okay is a highly esteemed brand renowned for its impeccable floral creations since its inception in 2015, the company has established itself as a trendsetter in the creative arts industry, bringing a new level of sophistication and elegance to the world of floristry. The inspiration for the company came from a desire to celebrate the beauty and diversity of flowers. As a woman owned and operated, the founders saw an opportunity to prom prom promote sorry, gender equality and diversity. Within the floral industry, they sought to create a platform that would showcase the world's most talented female floral designers and artists. Flora Devils brings together the world of fashion and floristry. The company hosts exhibits and installations that showcase breathtaking floral designs incorporated into the latest fashion trends, creating a sensory experience that is both striking and distinct. Fleur de Vils is more than just a company. It is a movement that recognizes and celebrates the role of women in the creative arts industry. The brand is committed to supporting female creativity and entrepreneurship, empowering women and enabling them to make their mark on the world. 
In conclusion, this event provides a visual celebration of beauty, creativity, style. Welcome. And welcome, Tina. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Well, first thing I want to do is I want to point out your website. So if they want to go there and find out more about that and look at some of the creations that they can also go down to Pacific Place today only uh, this afternoon. What time? Correct. Yes, uh, I think they have until about 6 p.m., 6, 7 p.m. tonight to, to catch the last of it. The Pride show has been on uh, just for most of the week, actually, but lots of people have had the chance to see it. If you still have time to get down, just an array of incredible installations, all really inspired by Seattle Pride Fest's theme for 2023, Rainbow Rising. So there are lots of different installations to take in and enjoy. It is really unique and different how did you come up with the concept well the concept really was something that that we we created about almost seven years ago i can't believe where's the time flown and we were trying to really create a fusion between something we loved flowers and fashion for a shopping mall that we were working with at the time and uh, and so Fleurdeville was born and that's why what we're really well known for is our mannequins the floral mannequins that we design using just botanical materials so it's always absolutely mind-blowing to see the creative genius, the artistry that florists have that I think a lot of them don't get to showcase as much as they should or, or would love to. So our shows have really created this platform for floral artistry in a way that's never been done before. Um, it's not like the the Chelsea Flower Show or a, a home show or even the, the, the wonderful Northwest Flower and Garden uh, show, which we've been a part of multiple times. It's really something very different. And, and it takes over a hundred hours to create one of these installations and figure out, you know, what are my buttons going to be made of? How is the trim going to look? It's, there's so much thought that goes into this in terms of creative, but also mechanics, you know, how do I get this to last for a week, et cetera. It is truly a remarkable thing. Um, my friend Holly Berry from a natural design yes. has done this. This is the second one that I've been part of watching her do it and it is time intensive it is labor intensive it is also mind intensive because you have to create these people are creating works of arts out of flowers from nothing and, and 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 as we said like and they're they're not permanent it, it, this isn't you know clay or or something like that these are things that are very fragile that have a, a lifespan and you know you have to condition them to make sure they're going to be hydrated and last as long as they can and what is going to last what isn't going to last choosing your material strategically i mean holly berry is fantastically talented even this show when i saw her when she was setting up I said, oh my gosh, what is that? And she had she had found wood, flowers made of wood. And to me, that's a natural material. So she knows she's done many more than two shows with us and always created something special. And it's it's unbelievable. She actually brought to life Mar Marsha P. Johnson, who is a very well-known um, 
uh, activist from the LGBTQ plus community and was involved in the 1969 uprising and was had a had a really vocal voice um, in the in the gay community at the time and 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 she had this fabulous kind of feathered thick hair and Holly brought it to life I think with it looked like pampas and and dianthus I mean just these great materials and I mean the the cool thing about what we do is we could have everybody do Martha P. Johnson, Marsha P. Johnson, and every single one of them would look different because each artist would interpret it differently. But it's so cool to see our florists, you know, really conjure these these creations from, as you say, from nothing. It really is remarkable. And she, by the way, is very talented. As a matter of fact, we're about to play her commercial. And since Amber's, this is her first time co-hosting the show. So I'm going to coach you through this because okay. you're going to take us to break. Um, I am. You are. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you didn't know that till right this minute, but we need to. So repeat after me. We need to take a break right now. We need to take a break right now. And we'll be back with Tina Barkley. And you're listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW. And we'll be back with Tina Barkley. And you're listening to Positive Talk Radio. Perfect. Hey, PTR loyal listener. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second, I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits beyond expenses to be awarded to a local or international charity or project which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we will lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash our dash store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at Kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's create something great. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW. My name is Kevin McDonald. We have Tina Barkley from Fleurs de Ville, and I probably screwed that up, and I'm sorry, but that's life. And and Amber Smith is with us. By the way, in that commercial that we played, Amber was the um, the uh, model that they put flowers all over her. Oh, yeah. fabulous! 
<laughs> and I'm kind so, of the local flower model here. <laughs> yeah, and and she's awesome. And uh, Tina Barkley is with us, and she's the. Are you are you the head bottle washer and the and the, and the chief of all of this? Chief cook. Um, I am the co-chief cook. So my business partner Karen Marshall and I are co-founders with the company, and we just we kind of divide and conquer and um and rule the roost, so to speak. But uh, yes. Divide and conquer. You do over 50 shows in 23 cities across four countries. That takes a bit of time. It does. We're actually up to about 80 something at this point, to be honest, Kevin. It's, oh, been, a, it's been a whirlwind, but it's beautiful. I mean, we we are now being invited to, to cities all over the world to bring what we do with Florida Ville, we always say is we bring flowers to the people. And, and we spread so much joy because if you think of it from birth to death and every major milestone in between is pretty much marked with flowers. Flowers have a deep meaning to everyone. They're beautiful. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. You can't deny how beautiful and, and, and it just evokes emotion in everybody. But almost everyone has a flower story, has their grandma's garden. What did she plant or just some, some sort of connection to flowers. And um, we find that that no matter where we go, people really, really love to come to our events. We have people that are groupies that come back year after year. I mean, even in Seattle, for example, being a, a Pacific place, that is our home in Seattle now. We've been there multiple times. We'll be there again at Christmas with our Noel show. Um, so it's it's lovely to see people come in and and just share in the, the 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 great feeling you get in being with flowers something natural but also enjoying and celebrating whatever these incredible artists have created you know what i like about what you do the most is that my my uh, former wife was a floral designer for years oh wow and what she would but she worked in a flower shop and yeah. they would get an order and she'd put flowers together and that would be that and and stuff and and but they never got a chance to really show their chops, show right. who they really are as a floral designer of the top notch and what these ladies get to do. And it's all, it's run by women and it's for women. And I, I love that, by the way. It's uh, not just for women though, Kevin, we have lots of male designers. In fact, we have tons of people from the LGBTQ um, community as well. I mean, we have, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, tall, short, male, female, transgender, whatever you want to be. We, we work with everybody. Uh, we are female founded and, uh, and female run, but, um, we, uh, we work with everyone and, and, and you're absolutely right about what you mentioned, um, about your, your wife is that we have people who do bouquet, 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 wedding, 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 and they don't. So when they see, we sometimes have florists who have been in the business 20, 30 years, and they've never done something like this. And it's super exciting. Even down at the show right now at Pacific Place, we've got the mannequins, but we also have giant angel wings that are in pride colors with beautiful flowers. We have a huge rainbow that where the, instead of just doing a rainbow, the florist, it was Busara, she put mirrors into the rainbow so that people could look within themselves because you know coming out there's so much about looking deep within yourself and and being true to yourself about that so there's so many stories that are told through Fleur de Ville that's part of what we love to do is not just pop up a, fl a pretty flower wall we want to tell stories through flowers so hence Marsha P. Johnson or the rainbow that has a twist or you know whatever the case may be the love is love heart those are the kind of things that we really 
do try to do. We did it last year as well with our femme show. It was a, a celebration of remarkable women. And again, telling their stories through flowers. That is really cool. That is really cool. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you thought of it. And, and Amber, go ahead. Oh, um, what's your favorite flower? Oh my gosh, Amber, you're killing me. That's like asking me who's my favorite child. <laughs> I always equate it to that because I think, you know, when one daughter comes in, I say, I love you the most. And then the other daughter comes in and says, I love you the most. So right now, my favorite flower are peonies because they're in full uh -huh. bloom right now. So they're in season, but my sweet peas are about to bud in my garden. So those will be my favorite flowers next week. And then there'll be a different favorite after that. So that's important possible um <laughs> but a great question to ask a flower fanatic i have to say i'm pretty pretty partial to peonies and garden roses they're just so complex and just so so amazing in my opinion and if you want to find out more you can go to our website which is floresdeville.com and find out uh, all about her the galleries all the all the floral designers i mean you i was looking at the ones just at the seattle show that's going on at pacific place right now and it you have what 20 30 40 yeah, I think there's about 20 installations and again, done by, you know, different local florists from all over the area. Um, just to name a few, Apotheca Design, Bentley Fleur, she actually won Best in Show. It's a beautiful mannequin. I, it's the, the only thing I can't do is show them to you right now, but they're absolutely gorgeous. We've got a big giant flower bombed queue for the queer community. We've got a kraken. We've got the wings, of course, with a beautiful rainbow frame. It's a giant standing frame and you can step inside it and have your photo taken so it's a really lovely place to capture um capture some photos and and also just you know celebrate pride because it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing for the community to come together on and and celebrate amber have you gotten to wear any angel wings yet or have somebody taken your picture well, doing it's that? funny i'm not a big wing fan but i would definitely wear some floral <laughs> floral wings <laughs> well, everybody can wear them down at pacific place right now because they're on the wall so you can kind of you know they're at that installation where you can stand in between them and they're up on the wall so it yeah. looks like you're wearing them so if you have time you still can wear I wings you I've, I've been pretty busy working on the magazine which are you aware that you are being featured in our magazine i'm not do tell mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, part of the thing that I read was a little part of like the magazine. Um, oh, that's and, yeah, So um, I believe we're doing some sort of floral cover, but it's not necessarily Floral DeVille's cover, okay. but um, we're doing something kind of related to kind of emphasize that article a little bit. Oh, uh, very neat. Well, yeah. we can always get you a picture of the angel wings if people want to see it. And of course, <laughs> we're also obviously on social media at Fleur DeVille. Um, and that's with S's on the Fleurs de Vils. Um, that's not how you say it, but that's how you spell it. So people can always find us that way too. Good. So what I think would be a really cool thing to do is to take a professional photographer down to the wings and, and have them take pictures of people um, with the wings and, and stuff like that so that they can use them for Christmas cards. And, and for oh, birthdays. you are right. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're absolutely right. We actually have a couple of shows. One of our shows in Toronto is on during Mother's Day. And one of the sh the, the venues or the stores that we do the photos in, they have had a pop-up camera where you can, they actually send you the digital, rather than handing you one, they send you a digital copy, which is a really, it's such a beautiful backdrop. But we often have families coming out for photos and using our our, our displays as, as backdrops. It's a great place. We've had people get pro do proposals um in front of our hearts and things so it's a, they're really special installations that's for sure how did you get started doing this well the one of the funniest things is we always say we have no talent we are not florists a lot of people think we're florists but we're not we're we are content creators we're marketers we're event specialists so that's where 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 we're coming from then we both love flowers i was actually going to start we're based in vancouver canada um although we do as you said the shows in about 27 cities now in five countries but we um we we were karen my business partner had just been at the chelsea flower show i was trying to start a, a flower market in vancouver canada right around the time this client of ours said you know gee we really need something creative and something fusion with fashion and we thought flowers and fashion you know and that's how it really got started but again we always work with local florists because of course these are not transferable they can't be taken from show to show so a lot of people joke and say oh you're like the Cirque du Soleil of flowers and we say yeah that's a very apt <laughs> comparison the only difference is that when Cirque goes on the road with a show, it, the same show will then travel to, you know, 15 cities and then they launch a new show and that goes to 15 cities. Every time we do a show, it's completely different. We start from scratch every single time. And so therefore you have got the talent of the 20 or so artists that come down to do that. I did have a question for you because I, I am familiar with the retail floral industry. Mm -hmm. How did you get people to come and build these things on mother's day. <laughs> You're very smart. You definitely know the retail side of this. Well, I want to say first up that we, we pay our florists. We cover their cost of their materials. We never ask them to do things for free. Almost every other competition asks them to pay to join. And we, we do not do that. Um, but you're absolutely right. When it comes to mother's day or Valentine's day, anything around those two holidays is, yeah, you know, deer in the headlights. You're, you're gotta be kidding me. Um, but we actually try to work with as many florists that don't have a retail location. So nowadays there are many florists that are online that have an online presence that don't have a retail store, or there are some that are big enough that can manage both, but it's definitely the florist that is just a one man show. It has a retail or a two, you know, a two person um, situation often can't join us at Mother's Day. It's very, very difficult. Also, the price of flowers is, you know, double, triple the price. And they're not even available. This year in, in Toronto, in fact, we had um, some very unfortunate vandalism take place and trying to replace those flowers, you know, on the Saturday before Mother's Day <laughs> Sunday was literally impossible. So we had to change up the colors and, you know, really damage control that a little bit. But you're you're right. It's it's very difficult. We used to try to go to England in May and I keep begging my business partner, let's go back to England in May because their Mother's Day is in March. Ah, so, <laughs> so you had somebody break into your facility and damage your, your flowers? 
Close. We in Toronto and in Vancouver during COVID, because we couldn't travel outside of the country, we wanted to keep the, the business going. People wanted joy. They wanted to find some sort of connection. So we actually took our shows outside where it was fresh air so that people could enjoy them. So we created floral trails and they were peppered all throughout an area. So in Toronto and Vancouver, we still use that model. It's very, very labor and Intensive. You also have to deal with weather. Um, but the show this May was in Toronto and there were some installations that are out in the in the open down the street. Imagine a street, you know, like pike or pine or and having installations and hoping nobody damages them. And we've been very lucky through the years, but um, we had some damage this year, unfortunately. I am so sorry. Oh, I, thank you. I would like to I would like to think that uh, people would look at that as something that they that is above being a stupid kid or doing something like that. Yeah, sadly, I think it was more people that didn't necessarily were not in the condition to know better, shall we say? Um, oh. <laughs> yes, um, we did. We had a we had one area that had a Canadian Mountie and mountains and a moose, and uh, I think the person who rode the moose knew better, but uh, the person who damaged the other thing definitely didn't necessarily know better. But yeah, it's funny. I mean, we had somebody actually take a handful of flowers from around a Porsche that we had installed, and this was a woman who you know was just walking down the street and should have known better and 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 the florist saw her and said um excuse me those are actually for everyone to enjoy and and i think she felt a bit small which i think she should <laughs> but uh it was it was a, a real eye-opener we haven't had that kind of situation before so it was unfortunate but luckily most places we go people realize it's for everyone to take in and and be a part of so we don't see that too often amber do you have a question I do. Um, how often are you coming to Seattle? We are in Seattle in 2023 twice. So we are there for the show now and we will be back again for Noel. I believe it's around December 8th or 9th and again at Pacific Place. So people can pop in and and you get to vote on your favorite. It's really interactive. Take your photos and, and enjoy. So would love you to come down. I had to oh. miss this one, so I'm. That's why I'm asking for the next. Definitely, <laughs> I put it in your calendar now. <laughs> but now, if you have, oh, I don't know, it's three forty-eight in the afternoon. If you're downtown at the moment and uh, you're listening to this broadcast, you can go to Pacific Place in the next couple of hours and catch this whole thing before it magically goes away. As as Holly said, poof, it will just disappear overnight. I know it's so sad to think of, <laughs> but I hope people can sneak in at the last minute and take a little bit in. It's really, it's really something to behold. You know, and the interesting thing is, is that these are not, not, not fake flowers. They're not, they're not human design. They, they're everybody has their own ideas of how they're going to dress these up to make them special for them. And Holly did that. And I, I know you had others do that. So that's really cool. Yeah, it's definitely a, it's an experience for sure, and and I love I love how the community comes together to support it. And I know Seattle Pride was in, and lots of different um, different other media partners have been in to to help us spread the word. So I think a lot of people have seen the show, which is great. That means we're spreading joy, which is our our mandate through flowers and uh, and telling these stories, these important stories, and and bringing the community together. How do you decide on what theme you're going to operate and when? 
That's a great question. Um, in fact, in about a month's time, August 2nd to 7th, we have a Pride Fleur de Ville show in Vancouver, in Vancouver, BC. So if anybody wants to head up to British Columbia, uh, or you are in the summer, we'll have a show on um, there. We did pride last year here in vancouver and it was the first time we'd done it and it was so it resonated so strongly with so many people we were invited to world pride in sydney australia so we did that in february even the show that we're doing in san francisco at the moment pride again um was caught the attention of miami pride so things like that do catch on and we're, we've been contacted by so many different groups but normally the year has a theme so last year we did femme the remarkable women all over the world and and this year, our main theme is voyage, which is taking people to different destinations. So we just did a show. Um, boy, we've been in Montreal, Los Angeles, um, Chicago, you name it, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, doing voyage. So we had installations of Lady Liberty. We had you know, kimonos from Japan, we had dragons from China, but all sorts of really exotic um, outfits, which has been really a fun, fun theme. When we come back at Christmas, the Noel theme is, is really more um, holiday um, rather than voyage. But, um, but again, you can enjoy the photos like you were there uh, on Instagram or on our website. So go ahead. No, go ahead. Amber. I was going to ask, um, where do you get your stories? Like, the, well, the stories are really, I, I mean, we, we just delve into the history of something or we will, we do have um, a communications team that does research, whether it's around Marsha P. Johnson or, you know, whoever it is that we're highlighting, you know, we did of our, when we did our femme show, we did Oprah Winfrey, but we did Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We did Michelle Obama, but we did Patricia Nixon. We did Serena Williams. We did Billie Jean King. We did, you know, athletes, uh, performers, judges, all sorts all different walks of life. Um, and so it was really about researching these people and telling their most interesting stories, um, you know, that we can. So every, every installation has a sign beside it that says, who is the floral designer? What's their social handle? So you can recognize and follow them, but also the story of the installation. Talking about the botanicals and things too. Yeah. I found the stories to be really interesting because I read a lot of vintage literature and a lot of actually vintage children's literature. And oh. there's always some sort of amazing, cute little flower story about a specific flower. And so um, I just, that kind of caught my attention that you're doing stories because that's something that's that. I actually read floral stories. Oh, <laughs> no, that's so neat. That's very yeah. neat. And it's so true, right? There's there's mm -hmm. so much meaning behind flowers. I mean, mm -hmm. historically and culturally, flowers mean different things within different cultures. So there's so much fodder to be enjoyed around flowers. We have on our website a, um, a button at the top called Journal, and people can subscribe to that. And we tell them uh, floral stories, whether it's floral art or a floral product or a we, we introduce a florist or whatever from all over the world. So we try not to do it too often, but there's some really great tips. Like right now, I think the article up there was about um, entertaining in the summer and how to, you know, incorporate flowers into your summer table or your dinner table and things like that. So there's, you're absolutely right though. There's no shortage of content when it comes to, to flowers. Yeah. <laughs> when you started this several years, what, seven years ago now? Did you have any idea how much travel you'd be doing and how many people <laughs> you were going to impact and how big it was going to get? And it's, it sounds like you're just on the beginning cusp 
of it now worldwide. Well, you could be right. I mean, we're really, we have a a television show called Billionaire Blooms airs in the UK. They joined us to film our show in Edinburgh, Scotland last June. And when that aired recently, they called us the, the Oscars of the floral industry, which was very flattering. I think we've really created a following, first of all, in the floral industry. So florists everywhere are constantly reaching out to us saying, when are you going to be in Houston? When are you going to be in Paris? When are you going to be in Singapore? You know, we want to be part of your show. So we keep these databases of florists that want to join us when we get there. Um, We are, you're absolutely right, about to go like this in terms of our spread internationally. So that's very exciting. Of course, the pandemic put a little bit of a a hiccup in that because we were all set to go and and, um, several shows had to be canceled. But it is really exciting. And we're building we're building a global floral brand, not just a show. We find that the people that come to our shows want more from us. They just keep saying more, 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 more. So a lot of our shows we're testing. We've been doing workshops. We've been selling products. We've been doing all sorts of things. At our recent show in Vancouver, we had about 60 people every hour that we did a demo or how to arrange flowers just packed into this tent wanting more. Um, So we're going to be doing some neat uh, add-ons. We'll be taking people to the flower capitals of the world and doing escorted trips with floral experts. Um, So that's one of the things on our agenda. We've got all sorts of really neat treats coming down the line. So we now have all these people following us. It's how do we continue to entertain them beyond just when a show comes to their town. Are you going to go to the uh, the, uh, the Tulip Festival that's up north here? Oh, gosh, I've been before, which is beautiful. I've been to, I mean, we have, we're so lucky. We're actually planning a staff thing right now into the Dahlia Fields in late August and September just to bring our team together. And there's just so, we're, we're so lucky in the Pacific Northwest to have so access to so many beautiful flowers and to grow them as well. Well, congratulations, Tina, on what you're doing. I think it's wonderful. Amber, do you have another question or so? We've got like three minutes before we have to call it a day. Um, no, but we might have to touch base about the magazine maybe sometime after this interview. <laughs> anytime, anytime. We'd love yeah. to connect with you. We'd love to get our message out, obviously. And, and some people find us for the first time. Others have, as I said, come to every single show. I had a woman jump on me when we were in Pacific Place the other day, say, I've, she's showing me her phone. I've been to every show. And, you know, she's very proud of that, which is really fun. And we'd love to see, have them come and see all the different iterations because it's completely new and fresh every time, of course. So it's really lovely to connect with some of these people over and over again. And, um, have them come back time after time. I want to do just a quick shout out to our two judges too, uh, Laureen uh, Forkner uh, from the Seattle Times and Deborah Prinzing of Slow Flowers. Um, she's really been a pioneer in the slow flower movement in the Pacific Northwest. And the two of them have a gas coming to our event and um, they're college friends uh, from way back when, which I did not know until uh, this show, but they've been our judges the last couple of shows and really enjoy um, looking at things from a really, a really interesting and critical eye to to enjoy what the florists have come up with. Uh, They have a really great appreciation, different from what the fans see. It's usually different results, not always, but often. Do you find that, uh, and this is the last question because we're going to run out of time, but do you find that the florists that you utilize are different than your typical run-of-the-mill mom-and-pop florist shop? 
they're they're really the gamut we have people that are complete as i said one man shows we have people that are from large boutiques we we've seen it all we honestly have i think it really comes down to personality and some people just really love to create and 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 see our our shows as a platform and we're we're welcome we welcome anyone who wants to participate really we we have people that are nervous as well and we really walk them through the mechanics so my advice to anybody listening that might like to try it if you are a qualified florist first of all you have to be that but um we 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 really want your success is our success that that is just really cool well amber this has been your first time uh co-hosting the show what do you think i had a good time it was nice nice to meet tina and talk about flowers my favorite subject <laughs> i'm glad you're here because the, the two things that i have spent my life not working on are flowers and fashion and so <laughs> i don't know much if it talk about the seahawks i got a clue this not so oh you I, had a you had some insight knowing the industry i think you're shortchanging yourself there kevin <laughs> well i i appreciate it T, uh tina barkley go to flowers deville uh i'd spell it but i can't dot com and uh and thank you tina for being here you'll you'll come back will you I would love to. Thank you for having me, both of you. And Amber, you were a star. You did great for your first time. I hope to see you again. Yeah, you too. It's great to meet you. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Wednesday, we'll be here at 4, and then Friday at noon, and then at, uh, at 3 o'clock. So I hope that you guys have a great day. And remember, be kind to one another because each other is all we've got. We'll see you Wednesday. <laughs>